This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome. my favorite murder. The mini-sode. That's Karen Kilgara. Oh, that's Georgia Hardstark. We're going to read your shit back to you. Are you ready to hear your own emails in your face? (laughs) Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, This first email subject line, Tales from the County Morgue. Ooh. I work at a morgue. No greeting. Again, I'm into this. Do it your way. (laughs) I work at a mortuary in Kentucky. I was picking up a body at the county morgue as a funeral home van pulled in with a drop-off. The funeral director began chatting with the security guard, beginning with, have I got a story for you? After months of doing coroner runs, I knew these stories were always good. In parentheses, murderino caliber good. So I, so I slowed down my work so I could listen mm-hmm. in. That's right. That's right. He's dropping drop the morgue. That's what's fucking. I mean, what we're here for. That's hardcore. Okay. It's the bodies the funeral director was bringing in were from a trailer park in an adjacent county. A man returned home to find his wife waiting for him and reveals she had found out he was having an affair. Mm-hmm. They argue, shouts escalate to threats. The husband pulls out a gun and the wife gets in her truck to escape. He shoots her twice in the head uh-huh. through the back window of the truck as she attempts to drive away. Uh-huh. She dies behind the wheel and the truck crashes, bursting into flame. Uh-huh. The husband then douses the trailer with gasoline like lights it, takes his gun back inside, and sits down in his comfy chair. He calls his sister, confesses to the murder, and asks her to look in his freezer in the trailer's outbuilding. He hangs up, takes his gun, and shoots himself in the head as the trailer goes up in flames around him. Afterward, his devastated sister follows his instructions, goes to his freezer in the outbuilding to find, packaged in individual bags, the dismembered body parts of his mistress. <gasps> I spoke to the embalmer who had the job of arranging these parts for an ID viewing, who noted that, one, the parts were all in different stages of decay, and two, the torso was missing. I later found out the likely reason why from a coworker who had friends in that county, the lady was pregnant, oh. which is likely why he decided his mistress had to go. Yikes. SSDGM Katie. Well, that is just a whole bunch of fucked up in this. It's so intense uh-huh. and horrible. Uh-huh. And it's that kind of thing where it... The, Everybody loses. It. It's, it's like it's, not fair to the women. That guy just fucking plows through everyone's life and yeah. and ruins it for everyone. And dies himself. Yeah, like, it clearly on his own fucking terms. Right. And and but but it's like somewhere somewhere there has to be the realization that getting help. Yeah, is better than ending up like that. Yeah, somewhere at some point. Yeah, hopefully. 
I think a lot of people do, and some people just don't have that fucking capacity. Yeah, true. And then it just becomes just tragedy stories that people are overhearing. Because then the people at the morgue, all those bodies are. It's it's a worse and worse state of. I mean, good God. this one's called Uncovered Juicy Family Secrets. And I'm reading it because I want everyone to send us their family secrets, please. Yes. Like your fucked up juicy family secrets. Please. That's all we're here for. It starts, hey gang, I know you hate cheesy intros, so let's get started. <laughs> My father died a few years ago, but something I found out after he died was that his father tried to kill him as an infant. Oh, no. Suffocate him with a pillow. <gasps> and my dad had a restraining order on him, which is why we never knew my dad's parental side of the family. So I've never known anybody with my last name. But anyway, this year to cope with his grief, my brother did some digging into my dad's dad's side and turns out he had a secret half-brother who was a locally famous radio personality. What? (laughs) My brother met with him and said he looked, talked, and acted so creepily similar to my dad. Also turns out my piece of shit grandfather also tried to kill him and his mom. What? So they cut off that side of the family as well, never knowing any family since his mom didn't have any. They would have been such great friends, which is so sad. They would have been brothers. Yeah. Um, both were only children of single moms another development my brother kept digging and it turns out my dad has nine more siblings oh shitty grandpa had seven kids with a woman got rich somehow and had a ton of grandchildren who adored him and then it says ugh which is very confusing since he he was literally a monster to my dad and his secret semi famous half brother I don't know how much of this my dad knew probably none of it it may have been too painful for him anyway my piece of shit grandfather is dead now for the past decade but I will never stop digging Seems like the older you get, the more family secrets come out. Yeah. Anyway, love you guys so fucking much, Lauren. God, is this like the new thing because of the mm-hmm. all these ancestry yes. and twenty three and me, where people are like this secrets that for decades yep. people have been able to hide. It's like, well, now here we here yeah. it is, and it doesn't happen. A lot of people don't like suspect something, and so don't do it till their parents die, and then like that wasn't my dad, and they have no one they can ask questions to. Yeah, it's and no one to kind of confront and go, is is there a reason this was happening? Look, I wasn't not not stoked. Wait. I wasn't not not bummed that I didn't have a secret sibling when I did my <laughs> DNA test. You know what I mean? Or that I wasn't adopted. Considering right. like exactly like my dad. There's no way. But <laughs> I wasn't like I was hoping for some some a little branch, drama. A little branch off that family tree that, sure. that kinda went somewhere else. Yeah, that kinda like went all curly it and was weird. Like, nope. It's fascinating. Well, and also I think it's it might be nice to people here and then they're like, oh, I'm not the only one with this weird yeah. secret family with all this crazy shit. <laughs> you guys, everyone has crazy shit in their family. Just because my family is actually my family doesn't mean we don't have a bunch of crazy fucking secrets and shit. For real. You know? For real. My dad knows how to use a switchblade. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So this just says hometown story is the subject line. Okay. Hello, Karen, Georgia, and the pack. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. The pack. the pack. Can you imagine if my dogs and your cats all got together and like ran yeah. as a pack? Oh, that would be cute. Elvis jumps on to George's back to go in the trash can. And yep. And they all, they make a pyramid <laughs> and they go to Hawaii together. Aww. Okay. 
When I was a 21-year-old college student, I had this sense that I was invincible. Oh, God. (laughs) Hello. This meant a lot of solo night walks home from the bar, in parentheses, kids don't try this at home. One night, I was less than half a block from my apartment when it happened. I felt large hands firmly grabbing my shoulders from behind. I froze. I couldn't move, scream, or react in any way. All I could think was, it's happening. This is it. As the hands grip on my shoulders got tighter and forced me into the street, where they then abruptly let go. I spun around to look and took in the following scene. Standing at the front gate of the house that I was just about to walk past was a frat bro drunkenly pissing onto the sidewalk. (laughs) In the street next to me was the gentleman who saw that I was just about to unknowingly walk into a non-consensual golden shower. Oh my God. And recognizing that there was no time to intervene in any other way grabbed me mere inches from disaster and pulled me out of harm's way. Wow. I thanked him. He said, you're welcome. And we parted ways. If you're out there, kind sir, I still appreciate what you did for me that day. Stay sexy and don't walk home alone at night and don't get peed on by strangers, Jana. Oh my God, that's like the best possible outcome. It is the perfect turn. It's the perfect turn. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? I wonder, was the guy his friend or something? Or who? Or he was, if it was just a bunch of people walking home from a bar, you just had better vision than she did or something. Lucky. Yeah. Okay. This is a grandma squirreling story. Squirreling? Squirreling away. Oh, no, okay. Yes, yes, swirling yes. shit away. Got it. Hey, friends, human and furry. <laughs> I just listened to the Minnesota grandparents squirreling random items, so I remembered my own grandmother's story. My grandmother told me when she and my grandfather were young and just starting out that my grandpa would constantly complain about the amount of shoes she had. Not much changes over the years, do they? Well, this major complaint was not just that she had so many shoes, but that she had too many pairs of shoes that were too worn down to wear again anyway. As you can imagine, a newly married couple living in Montana in the early 60s did not have the biggest home so he wanted her to clear out some room in the house. My grandma refused and thought that was that until one day she came home to her husband burning the trash in a metal barrel. No. They lived on a small ranch in Montana so this was pretty normal. She didn't think anything of it until she noticed multiple pairs of her old shoes were gone. Yet my grandpa took it upon himself to clear out the closet of my grandma's old shoes. Now I told you this is a squirreling story so my grandma went running out of the house cursing my grandpa and trying to put out the fire. She exclaimed that inside those shoes is where she hid all her extra cash that she would make from odd jobs and babysitting from other ranch families. No. Apparently, my stubborn grandpa burnt over $100 in cash by simply trying to clean up the closet. (laughs) And then it says to save you, well, Stephen, time, that's around $800 to $1,000 now. Oh, no. (laughs) Stay sexy and don't hide money in your shoes. (laughs) No. Whitney. (laughs) I'm so glad that it. Uh, I was immediately thinking it was going to be like tens of thousands of yeah. dollars. So thank God. Yeah. But still, but eight to a thousand or eight hundred to a thousand dollars when you're fucking living on a ranch trying to make ends meet. Young newlyweds. That's so much money. You know what's funny is that immediately the picture in my mind was this pair of shoes that I had like when I was like 19 mm-hmm. that I loved so much that were like these little slip on. They almost look like rich guy slippers yeah. where they were like black, flat, and they had a weird little crest at the top. Uh-huh. And I wore them until they had a hole in the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then I put electricianer's tape over the yeah. hole and I because I couldn't find them anywhere else. Yeah. So I just kept doing that. And I like that's the first pair of shoes I imagine were in that grandma's closet. <laughs> well, I don't really understand where the money would have gone, but that's not our business. I guess maybe in the toe. Yeah. She like shut. But also, why is she hiding it? I mean, mm-hmm. like what? Anyway, 
Look, a lot of questions. And look, no answers. That money got burnt. And listen, uh, hopefully after that, they started sharing some secrets you with each other. You, you got to at least tell your, your life partner right. where you're hiding money. Yes. Especially because you'll forget. I told Vince where I was hiding money once because I was like, <laughs> never let me throw that coat away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. 
What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill. If you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom, it's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm not going to read this subject line. Uh, Hello, lovely friends and animals. I listen all the time to get through my boring desk job and you guys keep me laughing and make the time fly by. I'm always trying to remember different things that have happened to me uh, to write in about, but I never have any luck, which is why I was excited when I realized my grandma is a badass bitch that spent her younger life as a nurse in the Bronx, jumping buildings at rooftop parties and doing (laughs) things I can never imagine my Irish Catholic grandma doing. Amazing. It's so amazing. Because also uh, Irish Catholics were very bottom heavy. Usually it's not easy to jump from roof to roof. Um, Okay, so she's let a few stories slip. Like the one time she told us on her way to work one day, she stopped at the phone booth to make a call and went to lean her elbow down when she felt something squishy. No, she immediately pulled her arm away to see a fucking human eyeball. (gasps) She knew it was a human eye because she was a nurse and she had no idea how it got there. But she figured she better just leave it for whoever left it there to find. I can't. I can't do eyeballs. You can't. I have a hard time with eyeballs. You did the eyeball killer. I did. It was hard. It, was, it is really <laughs> gross. And also, oh, God. did that person go in there to call like nine one one? Like, what are you? What are you making calls for? Oh God. Or could have just been someone that like was trying to fuck with people. Yeah, and it be, wasn't real. Let's pretend it was a cow's eyeball. Let's pretend it was a cow's eyeball yeah. that was also not real. Right. Okay. <laughs> Another story it was like it was a fake cow. Another story my grandma loves is how on long shifts at the hospital when she would need a nap, all the break rooms would be full of other people sleeping or doing the do, and it was almost never a nice quiet place space where she could get some rest. Uh-huh. So she decided to start taking naps in the morgue oh, on the fucking examination table. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she was friends with the mortician, and he didn't mind. I love to hear her crazy stories, and hopefully one day she'll spill more of the beans. But until then, SSDGM, Finn. Yeah. I love those. I want to talk to Grandma. I mean, you're a nurse in the Bronx back yeah. in the day. you got like, some fucking stories. There's some stories to tell. Uh-huh. Oh, the eyeballs. Oh, the eyeballs. Okay. Um, this one's very lighthearted, it says. It starts, Sup. When I was five years old, my mom woke me up at around 6 a.m. and frantically scurried me and my brother into my parents' bed. She was shaking and I could hear my dad clacking around the house. Clattering around the house. She was shaking and I could hear my dad clattering around the house. About five minutes later, I heard the back door close and a couple minutes after that, the police were knocking on our door. Once my parents had chilled the fuck out and the cops were gone, I was told what had gone down. When my dad had gotten up to start his day, he walked into the bathroom to find a man taking a bubble bath. What? (laughs) What? Dad started yelling to mom to, quote, call 911, call 911. Side note, I'm from Melbourne, Australia, so you should 100% dial 000, but Hollywood and Panic are powerful entities. Wow. So he said call 911, even though it was called. Even though that wasn't their emergency number that's hilarious dad was hiding all the knives while my mom was protecting the children when they heard a little voice say excuse me would you be able to close the door oh and can someone grab me a towel 
After the intruder had soaked himself, spa jets on and everything, (laughs) he quietly let himself out of the back door and sauntered off to start his day. The police didn't quite know how to handle it. To be honest, they probably thought it was fucking hilarious. (laughs) So he added an extra lock to the back door and gave that tub a good scrubbing. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Love everything you do. Stay sexy and never underestimate the importance of a good soak. Hashtag self-care. Hillary. What? I don't know. Where? I don't know. And how? I agree. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Nothing. He wasn't doing anything. He wasn't, and he kind of wasn't worried about it. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah. All right. Send drugs. us your stories. Drugs. <laughs> drugs. The answer is always drugs. Always. Um, my favorite murder at Gmail. Send us your weird stories, family secrets. Let's do this. We, we love it all. Uh, and stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis, you want a cookie? Wow. <laughs>